I think it is really sweet and endearing that Jody, one of the, her favorite things about summer is also one of the simplest, sweetest, basic mm. things on the planet. Homemade lemonade, babies. Mm. And, you know, a lemonade stand for, you know, the kids. Yeah, the girls did it a couple of years, um, and it was sweet. It was years ago, and I was in the ha- in the kitchen making lemonade as fast as they could sell it, and I just loved doing that. And then it was over. I was exhausted. The kitchen was a hot mess. There were lemon rinds everywhere. And I had, everything was sticky. I was sticky up yeah. to my elbows. Mm-hmm. But I love that they had the opportunity to do that. And I do want to say the sweetness of people. And we do this, too, I, when you come to think of it. When we buy lemonade from kids who are selling it. Oh, yeah. It brings out the best in people, I think. It, you, know. you also give them more. They're like, a 50 cents for a cup. And you're like, here's three bucks, kid. Here's five. Take it all. Hey, you know what works no, good, too? Is where it, else in retail does that happen? Yeah. If you put on your sign that you're doing it for a cause. Right. Right. Not that I'm trying to say try this marketing gimmick, but... It's not necessarily well, I mean, a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know how many you kids know, do it? Kids oh, genuinely reasons. do it. In fact, a lot of times, that's where you know a kid gets inspired. Is the something they see a parent doing or a friend. Mm-hmm. And right. they're like, you know what? I want to. I want to raise money. I don't have a job, but I want to raise money for this charity. And then, yeah, right. they'll do it. Yeah, there was sweet. the one summer when the girls had all their money. I mean, maybe 12 or 20 bucks in their little bucket. And then afterwards, they were fussing over who had worked the most because they were trying to divide up the money. I'm like, <laughs> split it down the middle, next. Yeah. Anyway, for the lemonade stand that Taylor and Phoebe did where I, we made lemonade, it's an easy homemade lemonade recipe. And once you've had it and made it, you're not going to want any other kind of lemonade. You're just not. Because it's homemade. Six or seven lemons juiced, water. Regular lemons or pink lemons? Regular for us. Uh, anyway, a cup of sugar, and with that sugar, you make a sugar water solution. What do you call it? Simple, simple syrup. Sugar. Simple syrup. Simple syrup, yeah. Right. Put that in. And the rest of the way, you go all the way up with... Um, water. Water and ice. And you can throw in things like strawberries or mint leaves if you want to get fancy. Uh, and yeah, I had some cucumber water with mint leaves in it. I was like, oh, well, mm, this is refreshing. It's nice so and summery. mint leaves and lemonade. So check out our three-ingredient homemade lemonade recipe. We are in summer, and your kids might want to make you, it. You could do the same thing with limes, right, if you wanted to make limeade? Limeade, you could. <gasps> you could make them both and give people a choice. Well, and the limeade, you know, used to double for me as a margarita base, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that anymore. That's another you know? summer story. Oh, right. So you've got a little expertise here. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. All right, the Obamas visited with the Clooney's. Maybe you saw some pictures or heard about it. We'll try to take you there next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys see that George Clooney has been entertaining um, over the last few days. And um, he had he's some always entertaining, over I thought. Yeah. Oh, you mean entertaining others. I mean, he's hosting. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the the Obamas, the family, been, have, they've been visiting with the Clooney's. Okay. It's kind of cool. Um, they At were the Italian seeing, villa? Yes. There, was this be- there are these beautiful pictures of George Clooney and President Barack Obama on this beautiful, uh, you know, boat on Lake Cuomo, Cuomo, um, in Italy, which is one of the most beautiful lakes in the world. If you Google that and you look at pictures, it's like... How could you even look at the water? Everything yeah. around it is unbelievable. You know what's funny to me about that, though? And, and I he guess, lives there. I guess you get used to this, you know, whether you're a president or former president, because he still has Secret Service, you yeah. know, protection. Sure. So you're never really going to be able to enjoy a totally peaceful, serene lake setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always going to be you, the sunset, and a couple of boats in the distance. Just <laughs> things, you know? I'm sure you get used to that, though. Yeah. Right? That's the I'm sure you that's do, yeah. part of the gig right. for the rest of your life. But do don't you, ever you want get, that? Don't you want that though? Do you oh, ever yeah. get a chance yeah. to sneak away though? 
He did at the White House for a cigarette, remember? (laughs) Or two. Okay, moving on. George Clooney hosted the Obamas at his home over the weekend. This was in Italy. And apparently, uh, George Clooney had a little plumbing disaster before they showed up. So he is just like all of us. Wow. Apparently, his swimming pool water became ice cold. And he wanted the pool to be open and warm and comfy. So George Clooney... That's not like all of us. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't had that problem because I don't have a pool. (laughs) Right, I thought you were going to mean a toilet backed up or something. No, that's not what we heard. A local plumber was called in. How'd you like to be the guy who got that call? Huh? <laughs> At the Clooney no pressure. estate. No yeah. pressure. Um, and everything was fine. The family took a dip in a warm, nice, comfortable pool. Um, by the way, their European vacation has included a lot of things. They're spending some time together, but they also went to a charity dinner for the Clooney Foundation for Justice. And they visited another famous friend while they were in France. Yeah. Bono of U2. Oh, yeah. So that's how the Obamas vacation. Nice. They visit friends. Wow, that's around the world. A pretty impressive uh, guest list of visitors. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What is on the way, Chad? Well, Angela needs our help binging a show on Netflix. Only one problem: she can't remember what it's called. Hey. That's, that's a tricky one. We love to hear from you anytime, so jump in. 877-310-4MSJ or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. It's time for the producer's mailbag. Chad, what's in your bag today? Well, starting us off, Angeline needs our help. Okay. Uh, she says, what was that show you were talking about on Netflix? I forgot the title. It was about comedians, I think, and it yes. had something to do with cars. <laughs> you almost got You're it. almost there. Um and we were talking about it because the new season of Jerry Seinfeld's show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, that's the name of the show, um, debuts in July. This is a 1963 Corvette Stingray in silver blue with a blue interior. And kind it, of a dark the car kind of becomes like the background portion yeah. of what it's about. It's really it's about beginning, his ride with the comedian and it's a blast. And it's, you know, 20 minute episodes. Their and conversations then, are so crazy cool. And then it makes you want coffee. Yeah. Be aware of that. <laughs> so I'm ready for that new season. Because one of the comedians finally is Eddie Murphy. Ooh, that's that's going to be my episode, really baby. Big, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's Lisa. Just wanted to tell Jody that raw honey is better for you. Okay. M- my daddy Lisa. and brothers are beekeepers. Nice. Even one of my sister also has beehives. She makes candles as well as soaps, lotions, mm. chapsticks. I put honey on almost everything. Cool. My favorite is mixing honey and peanut butter together and Ooh. putting on on toast or yes. biscuits. Sam, oh. she yes. said almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the reason, Lisa, thank you. You're right. I got to get my hands on some raw honey. However, Bailey, producer Bailey, was nice enough to bring me some local honey yeah. for my throat. What's the difference, and I am, though? I mean, that came from a local bee. Well, I think the the raw honey stuff, like... It's not processed, right? It actually has the honeycombs inside. Gotcha. Straight from the beekeeper. Well, I will say, I I would love to have some raw honey, and I'm happy to... I won't be beekeeping, though, I can tell you that. Um, (laughs) But I'm too scared for that. But... This is make makes a difference in my whatever throat and yeah, voice. Really, it's too bad that wasps don't make honey because we'd have a lot of that around the house. <laughs> <laughs> Truth bomb. Thank you, Lisa. Appreciate it. So, Kim, uh, do time? we have time for one more? Yeah, two fourteen. It's got to be a quick. Video. Okay. Yep. So we posted a video on our Facebook page. It was about leaving notes at home. 
Yeah. Kim commented on the video and said, my crew would read them and still call to see what they needed to do. (laughs) Totally. I leave notes at home and while I'm writing them, I'm I'm thinking, this is wasted. You're wasting your time, mom. You're going to get a call. (sighs) Thank you. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime, Facebook or Instagram. Coming up, Sam has music news. Well, you know, uh, nothing compares to you, that song, and Glamorous Life. Yeah, and Manic Monday by the Bangles. Yes. Great 80s songs. The original versions, they were all written by Prince and he actually made his own original versions. I'm going to share those with you next. Sam's got music news. And we got an all Prince music news today since, uh, you know, they they put out on streaming on Tidal only earlier this month, uh, Originals, which is all the Prince kind of demos for songs that he gave away to other artists. Oh, Oh, right. I'm ready. And it was on Tidal for a couple weeks, but now the CDs are out and you can find it everywhere. And so I dug some of these up and they're just Amazing, so I got to share them. Of course, we've all heard Nothing Compares to You by Sinead. Great song. And earlier in some incarnation, they did release the Prince version, so here it is. It's been seven hours and 13 days. But hold on, before you pick up the phone, that's not all. <laughs> the Glamorous Life by Sheila E. That's a jam. That's a, written, that's a jam. Written I mean. by Prince, and he did his own version of it. She was a long coat of mink. Oh. Doesn't this sound good? Oh, my God. It sounds better. It's amazing. I mean, I got to get this Every album. Every time he did anything, it was amazing. He was the probably most incredible music artist. And he gave to Susanna Hoffs and the Bangles Manic Monday. He did that because he had a big old crush on her. Yeah, and who, who didn't? Who didn't? Yeah, right. Me too. But of I course, know. he wrote it and he did his own demo. I know. You, uh, you hear oh this. Oh my God. And you go, Prince, why didn't you why do did this you give yourself? It away? Yeah. Well, he shared the wealth, is what he did. Well, and I guess he still got paid because he wrote it. Oh my God. And uh, Jungle Love by the time, one of my favorite. O-E-O-E-O. Yeah, we got it. All right, now Let's hear the it. Prince version. This one sounds close. I've been watching you. Think I'm gonna know ya. That is unbelievable. That's my Friday favorite right there already. Oh, I mean, I gotta go buy the album now. Oh. all of them sound like this. Yeah. It's like getting a whole new Prince album it of songs is. you know already. It is. And, and like you said, though, you're like, why didn't you do these yourself, dude? He but did. He actually but did. He did do them, yeah. So they're oh demo versions. God. It's called Originals, and you can find it everywhere, even for Murphy on, on vinyl nowadays. <laughs> oh, cool. Can we just quit for today? This is, this is it. <laughs> Listen, yeah. This is it. Sam and Jody. Music news. All right. Trying to have a staycation planning sort of meeting with a family, and apparently nobody knows what this is. Uh-huh. Tell you about it next. Coming up later today, there's more where this came from. <laughs> That's a warning. Oh, just, why ladies. are you pointing to yourself, Murphy? <laughs> uh, the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Something special we do online with a brand new episode every day. Uh, just you know, just for you. That's an addition to the regular podcast. I've been holding off and asking this, but I gotta know, uh, you, Jody. You said uh, y'all were having a big family meeting last night. 
At 8.30, you even gave a time for the uh, summer staycations and coming up with ideas for the family. And Sam, you've been, you know, you're an expert. You had some good recommendations on staycations Mm -hmm. because that's what you did last year. Jody and I decided to I stayed and I catered. We've never done a staycation before. And so I just wanted the girls to sit down with us, looking at a calendar, talking about it. She sent a text out earlier in the day, a group text to the family. (laughs) This is how serious Jody was about it. You know, so the three of us got text 8.30 tonight, family meeting, staycation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the the girls were there. It was exciting. Except, did they come with ideas? Actually, they they, came with with grievances. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was so frustrating. It was one of those things where everybody had so much to say that nobody was listening to me. I had notes. I was like, I wanted to. My first deal was to show them on the calendar calendar when we would we be gone. Yeah. And. This is when you have to take off from work, Taylor. Like, we didn't want her to be at the theater every day working while we're trying to staycation. So, I had Did you have a PowerPoint? No, I'm no. not that, I'm not that no. crazy. The problem is, you know, Taylor and Phoebe are very different people and they don't want to do the same things. Yeah. Phoebe's an old soul and wants to go to museums and Taylor's, you can hear her eyes roll <laughs> at the word museum. So, we're going to have to, you know, dance and play a little, but... Well, um, and your birthday falls in the middle of this, so we're having to dance around that, too. <laughs> that, well, that thing again. No, no, no. What I mean Who is... Who says you have to dance, though? Well, no, no, no. We, we, we should do what you want to do for your birthday. On that day? I think that's okay. your day. Yeah. Right? So, and it's right in the middle of the week, so we, you know, can't go too far. It'll the, be the problem with staycations is you're still at home and everybody's so familiar with what's all around everybody's got an opinion yeah if you're going somewhere that no one's ever been before in the family right what's to be to, critical right. of or right so maybe that's what we need to think of i hope it ends up being maybe, good i just I, my worry is it's gonna be one of those minute stupid year <laughs> well maybe what we should do in addition to your paper calendar we should get a paper map and draw a bigger circle yeah. you know for the areas that we're going to the radius of how to. far we can get in a day and back yeah. i we need to make sure they knew when when it was coming and to clear their calendars for family time yeah. bottom line sam is we still have no clue what we're doing. <laughs> gotta have meeting number two Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Couples update for you. And what's the Dr. Phil connection to Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner? (laughs) Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Let's bring you up to speed on some famous couples. We know that um, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner should be having a second wedding any day now in the south of France. I'm a sucker for you. Not just France, but it's the south of France. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Oh, no, Um, no, no. The south of France. Of France, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I heard it was between the 26th and the 28th, and Bruno Mars is going to be singing at oh, the wedding. Man. Um, did you hear that Dr. Phil is the one who almost spilled the wedding date to the world? No. On I mean, Online, um, they is, were, they're is trying he to going? keep. The couple, are, they're trying to keep the wedding date sort of under wraps. We know it's going to be in the south of France. But um, he commented on an Instagram. Okay, they share Instagram photos all the time, yeah, looking do. all happy and kissy. And he sent back, easy now, one week to go. Ha, see you at the wedding. And you're thinking, why is Dr. Phil going to yeah. their wedding? A while back, last year... Mm. Sophie Turner got very real on a podcast. This is when the world found out that she dealt with a lot of anxiety issues and depression issues while she was filming Game of Thrones. And she grew up on that set and how hard, I don't know, how she dealt with some of that. Right. That was with Dr. Phil on a podcast. So she spilled, you know, her guts to him and they got close apparently. So apparently he is invited mm. to the wedding. And so now 
You do the math, they're getting married this weekend in the south of France. Yeah. Thanks for spilling the date, Dr. Maybe Phil. Maybe the reason it's in the south of France is she's tired of hanging around the north. <laughs> she's the queen of the north. <laughs> I love it. Thank, Thank you. you for that. All right, Thank moving you. on to another couple. all week. Newly married couple, Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Who are you? Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. Mm. Oh, Chris Pratt. They've been they've been honeymooning in Hawaii. Not yeah, the south of France? Not the south of France. They were spotted poolside just the other day. He's swimming around the pool with goggles on and swimming to the side and eating French fries. And she's taking lots of pictures and they're way <laughs> happy together. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outside around 7.55 this morning. Why is uh, Keanu Reeves everybody's boyfriend right now? I'm going to try to explain that for you. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We love hearing from you. So as you start your day, you can jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. And if we're busy or goofing off or on the phone with somebody else. Or maybe it's later in the day. You can leave us a message. Murphy, Sam and Jody. 24 hour voicemail. Good morning, guys. I guess Bailey's too tired to answer the phone. Kidding, <laughs> Bailey. I love you, man bun. Anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to say hi. Got to see Toy Story 4 this weekend. Yay. Amazing. Mm. Amazing. Great movie. You will not be disappointed. Yay. It's bittersweet. And mm. yes, it will make you laugh. Yes, it will make you cry. But it's a great family movie, and I highly recommend it. Sam. Don't say anything negative about the movie because it is amazing and you will not be bored, I promise. Love you guys. Bye. I uh, love <laughs> you. How well she knows you, Sam. Yeah, yeah. You're going to find what, what's wrong with it. Yeah. Um, Bailey. Yeah. How do you? Is it okay for someone to call you, man? But I'm sure she means it lovingly. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. Really? That's, I mean, but it's certainly not my name. No. <laughs> <laughs> she just started by saying, "I love you, man." I love bun. you, man. Yeah. Bun. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's endearing. Uh, good. Yeah. I'm glad you think. so. I think it is too. Yeah. I don't see you wear the bun as much anymore. No. I mean, I cut it recently, so it's. Yeah. You yeah. did? Yeah. Oh. How much? <laughs> well, look. When you have long hair, <laughs> yeah. And when you cut it. For whatever health reasons, healthy hair reasons, mm-hmm. sometimes people don't notice, and that's okay. Oh, well, it's what, cut now. You what you would the, notice is if we never cut it, people yeah. with long hair. Yeah. So you just got rid of the frayed ends? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like three, mm. four inches. Wow. Uh, we're late. Wow. We are late to the party to see Toy Story 4, but that's okay. I think it'll be you know on the agenda this weekend, and I'm super excited uh, because I love those toys. Maybe you could throw out the staycation uh, roster of I things might. to do. You know, that's a good idea. I might just. Well, thank you for that. Call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy and Jody, just for you, I yeah. have finally, finally done something that you've been begging me to do for years. Well, that's a long list yeah. of stuff. Murphy and Jody, you will be happy to know I have uh, finally undertaken something that you two have been urging me to do for a couple years now. Um, ah. Talk to people in public. In public. Oh, no, let's not get hasty. Wait, you've started exercising again. Ooh. Okay, I said let's not get hasty. <laughs> Dated a girl in your own age group. Just let me know when y'all are... Oh. When y'all are wow. Oh, oh I oh. joke. Oh. Man. Two of your wives were in your age group. They were? Oh, yeah. First so. and last. Mm-hmm. Boy, we can't seem to leave this sticky <laughs> subject alone, can we? I'm sorry. You Look, you're a comedian. You understand that the, you opened the door there with Actually, that, that little intro. Only one of my lot, wives was in my age group, the first one. 
the other three were much younger than You're me. You're right. I, I wasn't going to get ticky spicky and, and sticky with it, but okay. And in fact, well, you kept aging. Bailey, you want to throw one in here? Or, I'm going to stay out of this. Because <laughs> you're because you're about that age. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just it was just fun to do that. I really right. do want to know what it is that you've finally done that we have asked you for how long? Or we could keep talking about no, we can keep dating this. life. <laughs> I remember the time when Sam right. um, I started watching Mad Men. Oh, oh no. Well, Jody's oh. excited about that. The best television drama ever. I know you've been urging me to do that. Such and, a uh, roller coaster and so authentically fabulous. That and The Sopranos, but I just wanted Mad Men just yeah. because I can't deal with The Sopranos right now. Okay. Um, last time I tried to start watching it, yeah. it was too slow for me. Sure. I don't know if I'm in a different mind frame right now. Sure. But I got three episodes in before yes. I could stop watching Isn't it. Isn't it unbelievably authentic? I, I don't know. I wasn't born in 60. But, I wasn't either, but my but grandparents look like If it's like authentic, that. it's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. because I've never seen so much smoking. I know. Well, yeah, I think that's about all they did in the 1950s and 60s. It's like you, it looks like. you were required to smoke. As soon as you were born, you were required to pick up a cigarette. And men had like a little bar in their office. <laughs> a bar in the that's office. Legit. And the way they treat women, it's, it's like, oh uh, my uh, God. Yeah. The story is also about women in the workplace. And it's so, I so identified with one of those women. Oh my gosh, so much so with the struggles she dealt with. But Don Draper is just like... Oh, He's a troubled mystery. I just mystery. want to be cool like him. Mm. I'm living like there's no tomorrow mm-hmm. because there isn't one. You're looking at the finest ad men in New York. Yes. And this handsome fellow is Don Draper, the best creative director I to, in New York. I want to tell you a little something, though. My best friends... Uh, Brett and Jody mm-hmm. are watching it now, but Brett has a rule, and he's right. They watch one a night oh, no. just to let it sit so you don't forget it all, so they can think about it and really enjoy it. I'm five in and moving on. Oh. <laughs> and it's always more fun when you're part of everything with us, so uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook. You can like our Facebook page, always get notifications when we go Facebook Live and those kinds of things, and uh, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we've been hearing for a few weeks uh, one of the coolest summer movies that landed on Netflix. Nobody saw this coming. It's a rom-com, if you will. <laughs> Sam, take note. Yeah. And it's funny um, because it's Ali Wong and she is hysterical. And Keanu Reeves has a, a like a cam, well, a cameo, a role a part in, it, yeah. in this. And he's so hot right now. It's called Always Be My Maybe. I have some news. So do I. It's big. Mine's big too. Okay, look. Um... Okay, I want to go first. I met someone. Wow, that's, that's so great. There he is. Oh, my God. Enter Keanu. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's very funny. It's about these kids, a boy and a girl, who grow up together next door to each other. And they, when they were little, there was always a crush. And then it's, you get it? Always be my maybe. Then right. things change. People grow up and grow up very differently. Mm-hmm. I put this movie on. And I thought, I'm going to watch a movie. Mm-hmm. I had time. I was doing laundry. I was whatever, hanging out. I don't even remember when this came out. Like it's a month recently, or so. A month okay. ago. It's a, it landed straight on Netflix. It's uh, a new movie. All right. And um, it's rated PG-13, by the way. But I don't think I would let Phoebe watch it. She's 14. It's okay. a little... I mean, it skates. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I couldn't finish it because it was, seemed too long. You ever feel that way? Because we're so... Stop, like so spoiled on watching 20 and 30 minute episodes of things now yeah. we binge things that are just so everything's so fast it, food consumed it's true I get started on something on Netflix or Hulu or whatever and, and, it's and like, then man. about 30 minutes in it's like 
and I just I'm done with this. But this is a movie, not a series. Why right. would that happen? What I'm happen? saying is, I feel like our attention spans are changing. Yeah. yeah, I used to be able. I was the movie queen. I used to. I love movies. Um, but now it's like halfway into this movie I was like gosh when is this going to end <laughs> and I haven't finished it yet because it seems so long to me because you yeah. and I Murphy have been watching like dead to me 20 minutes and you're well, out yeah I mean I, that's bite sized TV that's the way that I like to watch it right you know? so isn't that funny so like, they, they just, need to make uh, these movies in three different parts no but I'm going to have to finish it you know because I really do want to know what happens it's really funny the yeah. Keanu Reeves stuff is, and I like Ali Wong she's very funny but it's called Always Be My Maybe. It is a good rom-com. I would not say for children. It depends, you know, teenagers, if they're older and mature, because there's some mature content there. Okay. But um, I, it's like I can't watch a long movie anymore. If Shawshank came out right now, I can't do it. Forget it. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Well, I did my do-it-yourself project, as I said I would, putting the yes, new Sam. mailbox in. And yes. Murphy, what do you think happened? It did what? not go as planned. Summer's busy, it's crazy, it's a totally different routine, and if there's anything you miss here, you know, maybe you don't start your day as early. That that can happen, right? Yeah, I mean, Man, congrats on that. Like, yeah. uh, anything that you miss here on Murphy, Sam, and Jody, you're going to catch on the podcast. The whole show goes up uh, later today, and then, of course, you can um, enjoy the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast, too. Uh, if you saw the picture I uh, posted on our Facebook page of my demolished uh, mailbox, yeah, it looks like somebody took a baseball well, bat. Well, you did. It, I mean, somebody but. in your neighborhood, Sam, I veered. They did something. Yeah. And um, they clocked your mailbox and took it out. I did get a new one, and yesterday I spent some time replacing it. Now, when I opened the box and started putting it together, I thought this was really going to be a quick little project. And I should have known. you got to stop telling yourself know, that for anything. I, know. I mean, See, it was like an easy put together of the mailbox. The, but, pro- the problem came when I went to put it on the little cement pad that my old mailbox was on. Okay. Yeah. See, this is like any project. As guys, guys, we go in with an enormous amount of confidence. Mm-hmm. Every project is simplified, you know, ten times over in our head, and then you get into it. Yeah, yeah. expect the best and forget that the worst is going to happen. Okay. So, what happened okay. when you went to put it on the block? The uh, the holes didn't match up with the previous mailbox holes. Ouch! So, wait, was it a clean break? You could have used the old block. Oh yeah, the old block was there because there was a piece <laughs> of the bottom, the base that was still left intact. The rest of the mailbox was scattered all over. Okay. The place. So I took the old base off. The holes didn't line up. So it was like, okay, what am I going to do? And Drill my, new holes. My, yeah, my neighbor Cecil came walking over. I bet he did. And of course, he's got a masonry bit. So he goes and gets his masonry bit. And we have to start drilling. And the, the screws that were holding the box down to the pad didn't fit the holes that we were drilling. So, Long story short, <laughs> oh wow! This little this little thing that I thought maybe an hour at the most this is going to take me to put it together and put it back up. Yeah, it was about two and a half hours mm. after all the drilling and finding the right things to put in the hole. But it's now up. Good. At least you have a mailbox again. You know, maybe it would have been simpler to just go get a PO box. <laughs> Forget the mailbox altogether. You know, no drilling yeah. there. And so now I got to put the numbers on it. I didn't oh, get the numbers oh, yet. Yeah, you need to do that. I, yeah. I mean. I love a pretty mailbox. You oh, know this my, one's pretty. Is it? It's pretty and new and hasn't been weed-eated around or nice. damaged or anything. And can any wasp get in this one? Probably. Um, there's always a hole big enough for a wasp. Okay. But this one's cool because it's got a hole that the, the mail carrier can put the stuff in. Nice. But she can't access anything inside there. I have a side thing that it unlocks and you get your... I know. Makes, makes you feel what? like 007. Makes you feel more secure. Yeah, right. but what if, you, what if she's trying to deliver a box? I don't know. Where you put that at the front door? Yeah, right. I have to. Right. Which reminds me, I need to take a picture and post it up. Yes, there on all its prettiness. You need to see your new bright shiny. Mm-hmm. 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, Dawn is on the way. 877-310-4MSJ. A mailbox tragedy story of her own. <laughs> We love hearing from you, so give us a call anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. What is up, Dawn? I just wanted to let you know, I don't do social media, so when I heard this story, I'm on my way to cardio this morning, and I thought I've got to call and tell them this. We live at the end of a very long road, Mm -hmm. and we have had our mailbox plowed, well, countless times, and... Mm-hmm. It's always huge semi-trucks. They think, <laughs> okay, I'm going to back into this driveway, and then I'm just going to turn around and, and right. go out. They've, like, rolled over my septic system, left yeah. huge ruts across that, and they took out our mailbox several times. And finally, we were in the house one day, and we heard this huge... This guy was dragging our mailbox <laughs> down the street. And oh, my nice. husband's like... What the heck? <laughs> he was a little stronger than that, but I know I can't say that on the radio. Sure, right. Right. Down the street, and he jumps on the side of this guy's t- semi truck, well. grabs the door, and uh-huh. says, "What do you think you're doing? You're dragging my mailbox down the road." Yeah. And he gets his name, his number, the company's name, and he comes storming in the house and says call this company because I'm not paying for one more mailbox. Amen. And I did. So I called them and they actually paid to have the mailbox replaced. And because he took out the post and everything right to the ground. Mm. And when I heard this this morning, all I could see was like my six foot seven husband running down the road to like (laughs) jump on this guy's truck. And I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm not going to turn out good. uh, You guys are just great. Thank you. You keep me so happy on my way to cardio every morning when I go into town. Thank Have you. a blessed day. Thank you, Don. We appreciate the call very much. See, Sam, you haven't had the good fortune to see who knocked your mailbox down yet, right? No, I haven't. And I did find another piece of a tail light, which means I guess somebody backed into it. It's possible. Somebody's yeah. turning around. That's yeah. weird. And I also discovered that mailboxes ain't cheap. Well, nice ones. Quote of the day. We have a $29 mailbox in our front yard. Right I now. wish I could have done that. Mailboxes are cheap sometimes. <laughs> Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Give you a couple of the reasons why the world's having such a love affair with Keanu Reeves <laughs> right now and American Horror Story the next season gets a premiere date. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So Keanu Reeves is everybody's boyfriend right now, and I say that for the entire year. John, well, he Wick, literally is right now in that Netflix movie. Yeah, Always Be My Maybe. He is a boyfriend. That's a cute movie. I haven't finished it yet. It's rated PG-13. It's a little bit, I think it pushes the edge a little bit of that. Just mm-hmm. a parental heads up for you. But he he's in that movie, and it's a surprise anyway. Um, he's also in Toy Story 4. Hello, a new character that's getting a lot of love, Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom, Canada's greatest stuntman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh? Yes. He's posing. Yeah. Duke, we need Hold to... Hold on. One more. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so fun. Um, he's just been with us forever, it seems like. You know, I remember being a teenager watching him in movies. Yeah. And he's just been a pro forever. He's got John Wick out right now. He's going to have... Bill and Ted 3 coming out. I know. I don't know how I feel about that. 3? 
About Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. Yeah. Like if you want to do something again, do Point Break again. Yeah. you just Bring it, back that it guy. It was funny then. I mean, how, I don't know. It was funny then, that first one. Okay, so we love Keanu. He is very lovable. He is one of the nicest people on the planet, and he happens to be an actor that a lot of people like. Um, so he's everybody's boyfriend right now. And fans, you know how I feel about petitions in Hollywood. Aww. Like, stop. Please do don't. Want? You're going to sign a petition. Make sure it's about something real. But um, <clears throat> fans want him to be Times Person of the Year. And there's an actual petition going <laughs> around. <laughs> Racked up but, about 75,000 signatures already that Keanu Reeves should be Times Person of the Year 2019. I get it. He's popular. But Person of the Year is usually somebody that's done something worldwide for the I good know. of mankind. Now, people who argue that he does wonderful things for human beings yeah, every day that you true. never hear about that he has donated millions of dollars of his own money to children's hospital hospitals without like you know doing a photo op with it that's yeah. one reason people love him so much and so, john wick goes after bad guys mm, so when you hear and about toy story it, 4 is good for everybody toy story 4 as with him as duke kaboom yeah. apparently that character is so great uh, he could have a spinoff of his own. So mm. I don't think he's not in talks with Pixar. All right, moving on for American Horror Story fans. I want you to know that the next installment of American Horror Story has a release date now. Yeah. September on FX. And it's going to be American Horror Story 1984. Oh. So, ah, you like yeah, that? Yeah. Stranger Things in July is going <laughs> to give us 19, the summer 85. of 85. And then 1984 for American Horror Story's next installment. Another Hollywood Outsider for you coming up around 8.30. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, we have um, some vacation coming up in the first part of July. So, like, starting next week, you know, we're doing a staycation with our girls, Murphy. Mm-hmm. And, Sam, are you doing the same thing, sort of, with the kids? You're probably dangling it all or I have a, managing it all? Uh, I'm not dangling it, no. Uh, I have a... Jackson is going to have band camp, like, 8 to noon every day. Wow. So, Whatever we do Sleep in, huh? is going to have to be yeah. short. Sure. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because we've kind of had to build some of our vacation around those kinds of events, too. The sure. girls have different schedules where they both have to be home. So it's it's just not only is it going to save a little money, it's just not more great. practical yeah. this year. Um, but I will tell you something I am looking forward to, and that is I am working in, to for me, in my mind, a binge plan. Murphy, we a can catch up on plan? everything oh. that we have been watching <laughs> And life gets in the way, work gets in the way. We can finish dead to me. I lost my fiance eight weeks ago. Christina okay. Applegate. Two weeks of binging. Yeah. I haven't been sleeping. Well, I'm, I want to finish hey, this one. Yeah. Dead to me. I'm in love with it. Kids, there's food in, the, in the pantry. Just leave yeah. us alone. You know, no, at I, night, I, like when they're sleeping. I am into it. It, it really, it's it's because every, there's always a curveball in every episode. Yeah. And it's only 22 minutes long or whatever. It's oh almost like they could. Well, no, with the language, they couldn't have made this for broadcast TV. No way. But it's that length. It's yeah, bite size like a TV show. Yeah. Delicate subject matter, too. They are actually making you laugh and feel things about oh, yeah. death. Yeah. About it's, death. Yeah. And Murphy's right, too. There's a there's a twist in every episode. I know. I wonder if that's going to eventually get like, okay, tiring. It we'll did, see. and this is us. Yeah. I can tell you that. <laughs> I would actually like to right. relax a little on vacation. <laughs> um, I can't wait next week to be getting texts from Sam because you are gonna you are binging Mad Men now. Yeah, finally. I'm living like there's no tomorrow <sighs> because there isn't one. And aren't there like 57 episodes of it? There's, yeah. I, 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 you know, I I didn't yeah. want to do that to myself because no, if no. I'd have looked like a Breaking do Bad that. and saw that there's a hundred something episodes, I might have like. Uh, I really will but, encourage you with this show to slow down. 
They're not bite-sized episodes. Some of them are big and thought-provoking, and you want to make it last because this is one of the best shows you will you ever just have to experience. Know, I mean, it's kind of like, I think for me and Jody, and I was... The, you watched it once already. Mm-hmm. It was a six-month investment for us to get through it, I think. It took us that long. <laughs> I don't That's have that kind of time. But it's, I mean, it was on for seven years on AMC, so, you know. It's one of the best shows ever. But, I mean, honestly, isn't that the American way? Like, you have some time off, catch up on your binging. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. We're not going to sit around all day and be losers. We'll be busy, but we'll also be busy binging. So, earlier, Sam was uh, talking about a new Prince album release. Original, unbelievable songs that he had written and other people made popular. But the, you know, these were those, these were his songs, and obviously he recorded demo versions of them before he gave them to him. And it's By the way, new hottest album, album of and the year. You know who curated this? Besides the estate, Jay Z helped him out pick out the hits there. See, that's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, so, but this is it. It cracks me up. As excited as Jody gets, and I guess Prince really is one of your favorite all-time singers, right? Artists, artists, mm-hmm. singers. Musicians, Human composers, beings. everything, and uh, so Jody gets really pumped up about what you know you just explained there, Sam. And then you know, of course, we are traveling last week, and at the Minneapolis airport, as we're exiting the plane and walking to get our baggage, the first thing that Jody sees a print store. <laughs> it's brand new. It's been about, it's been yeah. there like a week or two. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, can we just stay here? And let me look at everything. Of course, we needed to but, go, but... But here's what's funny to me about this, is we knew for months that we were going to be making this trip to Minneapolis, and so we get into the you know print store there. Jody's all pumped up, and I just remind her, you know, I mean, you, we... Paisley Park is right down the road. I know, but well, how we, often do we go to Minneapolis and the yeah. Paisley Park is Paisley Park is right down the road, you know? I know, but we were there for work. We had two full days scheduled with stuff we had to do. And by the time we've been away from home that I know this is stupid, but this is the mom in me. I was ready to get back to our kids for their needs and our family. Yeah. Does that make sense? We can always go and first of all, my name would be the devil, if I went to Paisley Park without Phoebe, she loves Prince, too. She's just been discovering him. I would like to take them. just seems to me it's funny. Paisley You've Park. got what's not much bigger than a kiosk. And, you know, know. <laughs> or five miles from the airport, you know, yeah. the real thing. You know, it's funny. I'm down for going, but I, I just want them to come, too. I bought my grandson, Hollis, a shirt there in the Prince store. Yeah, it was the cutest little And the thing is, for years, it's always, oh, yeah, it's a souvenir from the airport. But it's like, no, 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 no. This is the Prince store. This isn't the airport. Yeah. This isn't the same as buying it online. No. I got Phoebe a shirt that has him on the front, black and white, and the back. It, it's the only shirt in the place that had his signature. Yeah. It was awesome. I, I mean, and I, I got just, the 1999 purple I, shirt. I just find myself thinking, though, that God, we, I mean, all that day, know. you know, all that traveling for, you know, and we're in right now. It's kind of like, you know, going to Vegas and just pulling a slot machine arm in the in airport. The airport. <laughs> and leaving, you know? It's a huge fail. You're right. We're stupid for missing that. <laughs> but we should, we should schedule a, you know, a real vacation moment. Fine by me. I could spend all day at Paisley Park, and I don't even know what to expect. Yeah. If you don't spend all your money at the airport Dang. store first. <laughs> coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. George Clooney coming to Netflix with something original that he wants hmm. to do. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. George Clooney's been really busy lately. Um, the father to twins, newly married, no longer riding motorcycles since of that little accident he had. Entertaining the Obamas. Entertaining the Obamas um, this past weekend on Lake Cuomo in Italy, taking them out on a boat ride and entertaining them at his home. Mm-hmm. He also has his villa. 
Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. It's not just a house. Yeah. It's a villa in uh, Italy. He has signed on to direct and star in, and this is George Clooney, so he gets his pick of projects, uh, a film adaptation of this novel called Good Morning Midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the, uh, it was named one of the best books of 2017. It's a sci-fi thriller, and he loved it, mm. and he's going to star in and direct it for Netflix. He's this, um, it's a post-apocalyptic tale, of course, and he's this lonely scientist, and then he's trying to communicate and help this guy, this astronaut, get back to Earth, and it's a haunting sort of script. George Clooney all up in it. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So this really got me pumped up and excited, and I wanted to share it. And, uh, Go ahead, it's, Murphy. It's it's a little odd because it, it, Judith Krantz passed away. All right, so she was ninety one years and old. You're pumped up about? I am not excited about the fact that she passed on. It's the story behind her career that I had never heard before. In fact, when I heard the name Judith Krantz, I'm like, wait, I know the name. Why soap opera it? actor like what you're going in your right. brain for like what in it but you know what, she, was, she, she was a romance she wrote romance novels right okay. exactly some were a little saucy <laughs> <laughs> how anyway, would you know Murphy? Uh, I but um but she um <laughs> she actually didn't become a novelist and paid for it her first successful book until she was 50 years old oh. whoa i like this she, story already. I, I mean that's really inspiring to me for anybody that's like late or changing careers last minute or something you actually can experience a rebirth and she's one yes. of the most successful romance novels of all time mm. um and <laughs> saucy yeah right um she actually was a writer for magazines uh-huh. but everybody told her in fact in school she was told you're a terrible fiction writer and she'd kind of <laughs> given up on that part so she'd written nonfiction forever and then she took it you know uh, just a little you know stab at it again and next thing you know she took you know nice. whole new career mm. so anyway the you know the legend of uh, judith Crant. she passed away at 91 no that's, that's nothing exciting about that story but though. the story itself i love that yeah somebody re you know kind of like being reborn in their career mm-hmm. midlife is awesome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kevin costner i don't know if you saw this jody he dropped I did. A, kind of dropped a bomb on everybody about the movie what? the bodyguard you know the one with him and whitney oh Houston. i know it you're not attracted to your client anymore of oh, course i told you why i I can't protect you like this. Okay. I love that movie. Means yes, so we didn't much need the me. clip. We had Jody. Uh, but the poster for the bodyguard, everybody right. remembers Kevin Costner walking off with Whitney Houston in his arms. Yes, well, yes. yeah, he was taking her away from a dangerous well, situation. Not the case. I know. Whitney, apparently, he did this in an interview just last week. He said, yo, actually, I got to let everybody know. Uh, that's Whitney Houston's body double from the movie. She Whitney. went. She went home for the day, and the body double was there. And it's like we got to shoot the, uh, some pictures for a poster. So really? They got, they got the body double. She buried her head in Kevin Costner's arm, you know, his shoulder, so you couldn't see her face. And that's what they shot. And they sent it off to the movie company, and the movie company goes, "Yeah, but we need to see Whitney's ha- face." So they took that and photoshopped it with Whitney looking out. Yeah. And really? Kevin was like, no, the yeah. point is she's burying her face in my, you know, neck yeah. because I'm protecting her. You had it the first time. So that's not Whitney Houston on the poster. Yeah. So they decided they scrapped it because Kevin Costner oh. said, this is my movie. You're going to do it what I said. And so they right. said, he he said, he said exactly like that. Okay, well, maybe not. But So I'm confused. What became the actual poster was the original one with her face buried? Yeah. yeah the body right. double, meaning it wasn't ever really Whitney, Whitney on, the po- on the poster. Too bad we can't see the Photoshop version of it, huh? I'm sure Photoshopping <laughs> wasn't that great in 19. 19- so we could make it happen yeah. today. Anybody can. Bailey, get on this. <laughs> 
Thanks for having us on while you work. Got another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, a brand new one coming up uh, later today, the After the Show podcast. And uh, so, Jody, don't be surprised if I start picking up some Judith Krantz novels. <laughs> I'm a little inspired. She just passed away, but there's, you know. Yeah, she wrote some saucy novels, I understand. <laughs> there's a reason I'm getting hooked in. That's okay. After the Show.